From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Collaboration in music has given us a lot of great songs, but a great collaboration is great because of what the individual artists bring to it after years of hard work on their own. Eric Thane and Trevor Henderson are two Utah musicians whose names are linked with lots of indie artists and indie bands that they collaborate with, enough that that's mostly what they're known for, but they didn't start out that way, and that's where we're taking the show tonight, back to their beginning, spotlighting them as composers and solo artists. Trevor Henderson is a singer-songwriter whose first love is the piano. He's released three albums and was a founding member of the band Desert Noises. His sister Katie Henderson, guitarist of the Blue Aces, is here too. She'll join in on Harmony later in the show. Let's start it off with Trevor Henderson and Anything But Giving Up. Started with a question in this room When we left it, I left you I don't remember what went wrong But all it took was our song coming on To bring back love I couldn't lose Every time I try Something pulling me back to us Maybe that's enough To break it down and start all over Find our own way back to love I'm running down the reasons to believe in us Anything but giving up And it's okay Running 
Anything But Giving Up, performed by Trevor Henderson on Highway 89, live from our performance studio. Trevor recently released a new album called Why Don't We Try. Trevor, thank you for coming in today. Of course. And on this new album, uh, you've done a lot of collaboration, which we'll talk about, but you collaborated with yourself a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Because you you play drums, you play keys, guitars, and did the vocals on this. Yeah, it was. uh, People might call me selfish, I guess, because I want to do it all. But um, Was that the plan from the beginning, or you were just working on songs and kept playing the parts? You know, it's sort of easier that way, because when you get an idea in your head, sometimes it's harder to communicate it with another person. You know, you want the drums to be like this. And so that was, yeah, my goal from the get-go was just to do everything myself, not because I thought I was the best drummer in the world, but just because I knew how I wanted it to sound. And so, yeah, I ended up doing every instrument yeah. on that. All so by that myself, should be really so. easy to recreate in live performance. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a lot of fun to try and do. Juggling that, that's, drumsticks. When you, that's when you pull in the players and then you have your guide here play it like this. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> so today we have you starting at the piano. We know you're going to play some guitar mm-hmm. later, but uh, most of your music is piano based. And uh, what is it about the piano? You know, it's so funny. In every album I listened to, my favorite song on the record was the slow jam that was just the singer and the piano and I don't know what it was ever since I was little my mom was a piano teacher and so I just loved hearing just the piano and maybe somebody singing on top of it and I like the other stuff too but it just seems like a a good voice and a pretty piano is almost unbeatable in my mind so Mm. well before this album you released three other albums and they were all new age instrumental Mm mm-hmm Piano-based, I'm guessing? Yeah, all piano-based, yeah. But uh, now you're in the world of songwriting. Is this some secret thing you've hidden all along, or did you just decide, (laughs) I should try writing some lyrics for these? (laughs) I mean, I've written songs for a while. With Desert Noises and Things, my brother and I would kind of, you know, we would write it somewhat together. He would do a lot of the lyrics and bring in some tunes, but we kind of just shaped songs together and... Uh, so be, I learned a lot from him, and we were just around music growing up, and naturally when you're around it, you just want to create it. So yeah, in the in the shadows, I've been writing songs with lyrics kind of my whole life, and so just recently I've decided, oh, I should try and get some of it out there, and you know, it's a maybe a long process when you first get started, but it's a blast. I love it. You know, some people really have a hard time learning to collaborate. It yeah. sounds like you kind of started that way, because with your brother and your sister mm-hmm. doing music. Yeah, if your family does music, it's easy. Um, we just, it's something that you love. And some people have a hard time seeing eye to eye, but when I'm with Katie or Kyle, we just know this is how we want the song to go. And so it's it's been really easy to have that as a framework for every collaboration I've ever done. So. Well, I want to get into that a little deeper later. But first, I want to uh, talk about uh, Dustin Christensen. He's, mm-hmm. uh, he's, as of this taping right now, currently on NBC's The Voice. Yeah. And what is it you're working on with him? So that song, actually, that I played to start the show, um, Dustin and I co-wrote that song. Mm. And Dustin is an amazing songwriter. He's an incredible lyricist. And so um, my next song, too, Dustin and I actually wrote together. Uh, but we met up at a songwriter um, type of convention thing in, in Colorado. And 
we he's a super talented guy and so we've worked on a few tunes together and he's doing great on the voice i wish him all the luck in the world and he's been a, a great friend and we've written yeah a few songs together so so everything we're hearing today this is all pretty new very new yeah that that song was yeah written a few months ago and this one was written even the one i'm going to play next is written all a month ago exactly so well, go ahead and set up this song. This is called uh, Save Each Other. Yeah, so Dustin and I wrote this song in my parents' living room with the piano, and he had a guitar, and um, we had a song that we liked that we heard um, by a guy named Dirk Bentley. He was a country writer, and we loved this idea of kind of a guy and a girl just figuring it out. What They've had you know, different struggles personally and in a relationship, but at the end of the day, them together was how they were going to get through everything. So that's kind of what this next song is based off of. Good. Let's hear this. Trevor Henderson, piano and vocals. Trevor's worked with songwriters and producers, Jim Brickman, Jason Deere, Jamie Jones, and others. Here he is singing a brand new song called Save Each Other. Each other 
demons find you And only dark surrounds you I'll be coming round From BYU Radio Studios, that was a live performance of Save Each Other, a song by Trevor Henderson heard for the first time by you right now on Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Nice song. Thank you. And uh, I'm, I'm a big fan. No matter how good a song sounds, well-produced or with big production, mm-hmm. I, I do like, I just do like the, the singer-songwriter vibe. Something about that is really cool. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's, there's nothing quite like just, yeah, the singer and what he made. So, so your musical family, you're here today. Mm-hmm. Your sister Katie is going to play guitar uh, with you on, and sing harmony on the next one. She plays lead guitar and sings backup vocals in an all-girls rock band called the Blue Aces. Yeah. Your brother, you mentioned, Kyle, you, with him, you started Desert Noises together and have toured the U.S., and now he and the band are off to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Are there more siblings left for you to form <laughs> groups with and to? Yeah, we joke that we're the Von, the Von Trapp family band. Uh, okay. Just everybody grabs an instrument and sings something. Did so. it just happen? It's not like mom and dad said we will have a family. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. it wasn't exactly like that. my like I mentioned. My mom was a piano teacher, but mm. um, Kyle had a love for music, and he brought in a bunch of different bands into the house, and I would listen to it, and then him and I would jam, and then. You know, I think Katie heard some of that, and she had her own different bands that she liked, and she wanted to learn how to play guitar. And my dad had this old beat-up guitar in the basement that, you know, we would find and play with. So it was just always kind of around. And, yeah, Kyle, Katie, and I just latched on to it. You know, it seems really natural when you talk about it, but lots of people hear a song and think, I really like that song. I'll play it over and over. But other people hear the song and, and want to reach for an instrument. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like uh, the difference between just watching your, a, a team you like on, on TV and thinking, where's my mitt? Where's my football? Yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I, I, I love the idea of that you're participating in it, too. Yeah, we've always wanted to. We've, we grew up, my dad took us to James Taylor concerts, and we saw all these classic artists. And I think that was us in our head. We wanted to be. We oh, wanted to do that. The mark of a true dad. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay. Right. So when we were expecting our first, I thought, oh, I hope my my kids are musical. So I used to lean. Over, I sort of drove my wife crazy. The last trimester, I'd always be leaning over singing Bob Dylan songs, <laughs> thinking awesome. maybe she'll Perfect. like folk music. You that's know, right. She, got, she didn't, but she was very musical. But awesome. uh, I understand you will have the need for some lullabies coming up here. Yeah, we're my wife and I are expecting our baby girl in March of 2016. So so what do you think? Is there going to be a lullaby album, or you just wait and write what you that's feel? That's so funny you mentioned that. I have done lullabies a little bit. You know, I dabble in a whole bunch of different stuff, but I have a buddy who is also expecting a baby. And just this last summer, it was, it was all these baby thoughts and what we want to sing them, and they're going to really cheesy, sappy stuff, you know. But for the first time, it felt like, wow, we should really talk about this. I understand it. Yeah, I understand all that. Okay, the lullaby that needs to be written is the one where you softly and with a beautiful melody beg the child to please just go Go to sleep. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) This will be the most useful and the most heartfelt lullaby ever written. Subliminal (laughs) message throughout the lullaby to just please pass out. Yeah, okay, we'll work on that. That. Okay, so this next song is called Brother. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you're singing with your sister. Mm-hmm. We'll work that out in our minds. But uh, set this up, and then let's hear this. Yeah, so um, I served a mission in Toronto, Canada, and when I got home, my brother was still doing the band stuff, 
And I just loved to watch him play and sing. And they had a different drummer and were doing different stuff. And I just loved to watch him. And one day I just had this idea come that I should write a song kind of about watching him do his thing and the questions I would ask him about when he's out on tour and when he's playing at these, you know, crazy places, what is it like? And so, yeah, that's what this song's about. Good. Well, we'll let you pick up your guitar, get strapped in, and and we'll hear this. The song is called Brother, Trevor Henderson, and also Katie Henderson on second guitar and vocals. And there is actually a YouTube video of Trevor and his siblings performing. You could search this, Down to the River to Pray. And, uh, of course, a a great song, and uh, there's even some good unison clapping, which sometimes is harder than people think it's going to be. Here is Brother. Push a pen to the paper, start doing what you love Whether it's a penny or a dollar, if you're happy, it's enough And you don't have to believe in what I think Why just love to watch you dream Let me share with you what is already yours A bond harder than stone and stronger than words And we watch the wind blow down two separate roads And one day we'll meet right here at home Brother, my brother, what's it like? There. From one friend to another, do you ever get scared? And tell me, did you find yourself in the Carolina? Brother, my brother, what's it like? But you got nothing to lose And time is a thief But I cannot steal from you You're a soldier in the cold With a song in your soul And I want so bad To follow where you go Brother, my brother What's it like out there? to another do you ever get scared and tell me did you find yourself in the Carolina oh brother my brother what's it like out there from one friend to another do you ever get scared and tell me did you find in the Carolina air Brother, my brother What's it like out there? Brother, my brother 
Trevor Henderson performing music he wrote, Brother, with a little help from his sister, Katie Henderson. I'm Stephen Cap Perry, and you're listening to BYU Radio. Today we're taking artists who do a lot of collaboration and kind of pulling them back to where they started, uh, just like we did with Trevor Henderson. Next we're going to chat with Eric Thane, a local musician here in Provo, Utah also. He's a filmmaker and a music producer. Eric, thank you for coming in today. Yeah, thanks. First off, congratulations on Celadora. That's your your own studio. Uh huh. Yeah. How long have you been working towards this? So we've been in business for a couple of years now, uh-huh. uh, two and a half years. Um, started out just in um, in my bedroom, really, is where it started, and then we moved to a smaller office space here in Provo, Utah. Um, but finally, you know, this year it's been a dream of mine for a long time to build a a real studio. You know, and so we finally did that. We um, just kind of put the funds together, had the opportunity, and and uh, built a studio, and it's kind of a hybrid recording studio, uh, part that, part uh, film studio, so we do a little Mm. bit of everything there. You know, some people say we want to build a house, we want to build a studio. They're not actually going to do any of the building. They're just using that (laughs) phrase. You really meant it. Yeah, we really did. You guys have really built this (laughs) studio. In fact, I understand your whole family was involved, everything from wiring to... How do you trust your family with wiring? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's. Well, it was my idea. I don't know why I had that idea, but you know, we, we funds were tight. We didn't have you know a huge budget uh-huh. to do it, so we had to just. We did a lot of it ourselves. A lot of the building. A lot of the um, everything. And and you know, we didn't actually build a building. It was more a renovation project. Mm-hmm. Uh, the building was already there, but we renovated it and remodeled everything and did all the floors and new paint everything and it was a it was a project we spent a good month and a half on it and a good life savings on it and uh and uh, but we're really happy with the final result and it was a good experience boy i i probably nobody knows the blood sweat and tears that goes into it you did. and and uh we were reading something you had written that actually people who came got an hour hour of free studio time yeah we did that uh, to the grand opening? we did a grand opening um when everything was we'll say done, um, you know, it's never done, but um, when it was close enough to being done that we could actually start using the studio, we, we had a little grand opening, little party, and just invited everybody over, and we had a good good amount of people there, and, and yeah, we gave away a free hour of recording. What a great idea. There. I think that's going to spread. Mm-hmm. I mean, to get a free hour, that doesn't happen. That's hard to get. <laughs> so I want to talk to you. Uh, we're going to get to some of your YouTube videos and, and some fun mashups that you do in a little bit, but yeah. I want to sort of pull back to the piano because we looked at your YouTube channel and there's a lot going on there. You guys are always busy doing uh-huh. something. But if we look back to the earliest one, it's like a video, one camera, it's one position and you're playing the piano in a classroom, maybe a music room somewhere. Yep. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Do you remember where where was this? Uh it was here at BYU actually. Uh-huh. Um we just I just turned on a camera and I had no skills as far as filmmaking or music production or anything goes back then. So I was just learning. And, and you know, that was only three and a half, four years ago. So it's still even not even that long ago. Um, but, yeah, I just put the camera up on a tripod and, and just filmed me playing the piano to some songs that I had written. Because at the time I was getting into piano solo music and that's what I thought yeah. I wanted to do. And so did some performing on the piano. Uh, some piano solos I was writing them. Um, I did I did an EP of five songs, just just piano solos, 
uh, ended up doing a, a few concerts. I did one concert with uh, John Schmidt of the Piano Guys, yep. uh, which was a lot of fun, uh, and just a lot of stuff like that. And then that was what evolved into the whole YouTube thing. Well, that's what I think is so cool. It's like, well, maybe I'll try setting up a camera while I play my song, and yeah. then it turns into this whole huge thing. Uh-huh. So, But the song still holds up. This is celebration him. So yeah. t- tell me about writing this, then we're going to make you play it for us. Okay. <laughs> uh, so most of my piano solos that uh, that I have written, uh, they all come from improv. So what I do on the piano is I sit down and I just play whatever comes to my mind. Um, and I had piano teachers when I was young that taught me this process of mm-hmm. just being able to just play and understand the piano enough to make things up. So I do that. I'll sit down and I'll spend some time just playing uh, playing the piano you know, for hours at a time. And every once in a while, something will come out of that that I'm like, oh, that sounded really interesting. I really mm-hmm. liked the sound of that. And so I'll mess around with it a little bit and it develops and, you know, I keep playing through it and it changes. And it's different every time I play it, but it's developing and evolving and turning into something. And then there's always a point where, you know, I finish the song and I'm like, that's it. That's the song. It's done. And I'll play through it over and over again. And the more times I play through it, finally I get to a point where, it's it's not changing anymore and mm. i'm playing the same thing every single time and so there's a method to where i'm putting my fingers and you know the rhythms and everything so that's how that's how songs come about for me at least um the title always comes afterwards cuz i don't write with an idea in mind it's just playing the piano and whatever comes out sounds mm-hmm. good um but then i usually take whatever the song sounds like whatever it makes me feel and then i'll put a title to it Good. Well, let's hear this celebration hymn, which was, uh, if not the first, one of the very first videos on the YouTube channel for Eric Thane. It's also a track on his self-titled album on iTunes.
That's Eric Thane in studio today playing his celebration hymn for solo piano. And by the way, the sheet music is online, but you might want to consider your piano skills before you order it. (laughs) What made you start doing the sheet music? Were people saying, hey, I want to play that too? This was, you know, I was in the prime of the whole piano solo thing. I was like getting into it. And this is the one that I'd written and people really loved uh, of all the piano solos I've written, more so this one than any of the other ones. And um, so I guess you could say it was my most popular among my family and friends that were listening to me at the time. Um, and so, yeah, it, naturally, you know, as a pianist, you write a song, you make sheet music for it, let other people try to play it. All right, well, we'll, give the, we'll let people know about that. Eric Thane's work has been featured in places like MTV, Cosmopolitan, Good Morning America, the Today Show. Talk to me about this strange YouTube phenomenon, because this has just blown up in the last couple of years. I mean, you, like I said, you, you started off thinking, well, I'll just set a camera on a tripod and play. And now you're doing these mashups. And how would you describe that to someone who doesn't know what this is? Is it like a medley, something like that? It's different artists coming in and yeah, it's it's kind of hard. To, I you can get technical about what medley means or what mashup means, but I I would say that it's kind of a conglomerate of two things. There's a medley where songs kind of flow into each other, but it's a mashup where I'll take two songs and kind of play them at the same time so that they're playing and working with each other. Um, so so I guess that's what kind of what I do on my channel. And you started bringing in different artists to do this. Yeah. So I don't sing. Uh, which is just the big bummer of my life. Um, <laughs> and it's just too bad because, you know, I play the piano, I play the guitar, I play the drums, I play whatever instrument I can get my hands on, uh, but I've never been able to sing. It just I wasn't given that gift. So uh, so I had to just kind of get over that and just start working with other artists. And so on my YouTube channel, when I do videos, I play all of the instruments. I produce all of the instruments. I do as much of the filming as I can. You know, I have to be on camera for some of it, so I can't obviously film that, uh-huh. but I'll get friends to come and help me. And then um, and then I... Um, yes, and we've noticed that you have dance moves, too. <laughs> yeah, I try. <laughs> I try. That's another gift I didn't get, but I still do it anyway. No, we were actually quite serious. But, <laughs> but yeah, and then I, I just get the singers to come on, and, and they uh, do a really good job, and I record them on top of the music that I've written and produced. And, uh, and yeah, and then we make videos out of it. Like over half a million plus views and counting. That's just pretty amazing to me. Yeah, on the channel, there's actually over 2 million views. If you add um, all the... Right, yeah. Half a million is, is the most uh, any of my videos has gotten, any of the mashups that I've done. Well, I, one thing that was really fun for me was watching one, I think it was a love song mashup. Uh-huh. And so you had four people, I, I think it was four four different artists, two guys and two gals, singing different love songs and duet moments. And it was all done in one shot, and it never stopped moving. Yeah, and someone would be in a shot, and then the camera would drift to the next singer, and then it would flip around like thirty feet away, and the person who was just there is now thirty <laughs> feet. Away. I thought, man, this took so much choreography and planning. But part of the fun of watching it was not just the music, but thinking, how are they doing this? Yeah, I think there's a lot more work that goes into it than people realize. Even <laughs> uh, it's it was a long day of shooting and choreographing and just figuring everything out down to a T where, you know, people are disappearing and reappearing on the other side of the park or wherever and uh, and just getting them in the right places. And when you're doing a one-take video, if anybody messes up, you have to go back to the beginning and start over. Yes. And oh. so we did, oh, I don't know how many takes going through that just to get it right. And uh, But finally, you know, when you do get it right, I've done a series of 
one take videos. But when you do get it right, it's uh, it's always exciting. And yeah, the celebration at the end, yeah. during the credits, it looked pretty sincere. <laughs> it was. It was. We were tired. We were hot. It was. It was time to be done. <laughs> well, let me ask you about this before we hear uh, uh, some more music. Your uh, Celador Studios has a really a pretty tight focus on the YouTube market. It's a new thing to build a studio that's for sound and video. Uh, Usually you go record and then start looking, who could help me shoot a video? And yeah. now it's all in-house. It's all one thing. Uh -huh. Yeah, when, and when we started it, uh, I remember people were just kind of like, what are you doing? Like, what? Mm -hmm. I don't get it. And uh, it's done really well. I mean, every as far as music video goes, if you... In this day and age, at least, if you write music, you have to make a video for it. I mean, that's how people consume music. Um, the same thing goes if you're a business and you make a video for your business, you need music to go behind the video. So it goes both ways. We do music videos, we do commercial spots, but they all involve audio and video. Interesting. Just to see how you've grabbed onto that right while this is exploding. We were thinking of this, that trying to describe it. It's like this, it's the self-publishing nature. Of uh -huh. YouTube, it's the new self-publishing. Yeah, really for music, you put it up on the web. Yeah, and, really and interesting. Anybody really can can publish anything and get it seen by the world. We're gonna hear a pair of songs. The first one is called First Flight, and tell us about writing this. Uh, this one, just like the other ones, it came from an improv session. Just I liked how it sounded. The title actually came from, uh, like I said, I just kind of come up with something that I feel like fits how I feel about the music and what it's telling me. Um, this one, it just kind of felt like doing anything for the first time, just that excitement mm. of, you know, experiencing something new. Um, and the reason I said first flight is because you'll hear in the music, it's just very flowing and, and it kind of feels like flying a little bit. Good. Well, let's have you head over to the Steinway. First Flight by Eric Thane.
That's First Flight by Eric Thane. We're going to hear one more piece in just a second here, uh, but we have to mention, uh, we think he's pretty dedicated to the piano, at least has been uh, in past years. We, we found some pictures online with him playing the piano with his arm in a sling, but he was still playing. <laughs> we, that's commitment. So another very popular piece of his, uh, it, it does have a bit of a Christmas uh, cast to it. It is actually a Christmas song, but we're going to just stick it in here anyway. It's our gift to you. Get it? This is Eric Thane and his arrangement of Good King Wenceslas. Thane with his rendition of that beloved tune, The Good King Wenceslas. I think they would have made it through the snow a lot faster if they'd had that for a soundtrack in the song. You are tuned into Highway 89 on BYU Radio. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Tonight we've been showcasing two local artists, Eric Thane and Trevor Henderson. Both collaborate a lot. And we discovered when they walked through the door today, even with each other. Because yeah. I've worked on a video. Yeah. So we're going to end with one final song that uh, has a title that whatever the song ends up being about, we kind of think the title applies to both of you guys as artists today. It's called Making Your Own Luck. And uh, you guys really have both jumped in. And we appreciate you being uh, willing to let us sort of pull you back from the band and all the instruments, pull you back from the video, and just sort of being solo artists for us tonight. Uh, 
new age instrumental and then adding songwriting but there's a there is a bit of a country leaning in what you do has that always been there or that just that's where you went when you started writing that's so funny i hated country music my whole life my dad would play <laughs> alan jackson on trips to idaho <laughs> falls and it was the worst thing ever but you know i think nowadays sometimes it's hard to just find a good lyric with a good melody Mm-hmm. Just because you can do so much to a song, and I think sometimes the real talent is to just let it be simple. And I think that there's a lot of that in true country or true folk or true folk rock or things like that. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of my songwriting might lean towards that now just because I I think that's where a lot of that exists now is in country. There's some pop country that I don't necessarily love, but there is some really, I think, good country tunes that are still being written that have just a good story and a good melody. All right. We are going to end with uh, Making Your Own Luck. This is Trevor Henderson on guitar, also on guitar, his sister Katie, and she'll be joining in on Harmony too. And this seems just seemed like a title that fit our show, Making Your Own Luck. I've seen houses made of gold and made of plastic I've seen races that some horses never win I've seen working to the bone People hoping that their hopes in the wind I've heard a hundred there's no way you'll ever make it You only ever prove them wrong or prove them right I've seen laying on the line I've seen plenty of dreams die But I've seen living No, it ain't what you read in a fortune And it ain't wishing on a star It's holding on to what you love And it's never giving up And it's making your Making your own Maybe faith is where you find a silver line Maybe fairy tales are waiting to come true Maybe hope's letting go Letting everything you know come back to you And all I know is it ain't what you read in a fortune And it ain't wishing on a star it's holding on to what you love And it's never giving up And it's making your Making your own luck. And you can talk about how things just never have you can live with all your lonely little lies But you'll never reach it all You can stand until you fall you can climb All I know is it ain't what you read in a fortune 
And it ain't wishing on a star It's holding on to what you love And it's never giving up And it's making your Making your own That's Making Your Own Luck, live on BYU Radio. Eric Thane and Trevor Henderson, both active in the world of music and work in a variety of capacities, but tonight we wanted to spotlight them first and foremost as composers and solo artists. Back to their beginnings. Thanks to everyone for being here. You can find information about their latest projects, uh, trevorhenderson.com, or the YouTube channel, Eric Thane Music. If you're listening and only caught part of the show or want to hear it again or share it, that's easy enough to do. All our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway89. Also follow us on Twitter at byuh89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our assistant is Abby Horlocker. And the show's producer is Jackie Tateishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. Thank you.